got some uh, big news for you guys today. A little bit of an announcement. First of all, how are you doing, Kanga? I'm doing good. Yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right, so we have some exciting news, I guess. Um, so firstly, this will be the last episode of the Real Time Soccer Podcast. But wait, before all of you get sad, um, what we're going to be doing... So this was like a uh, introduction project for us. Just two guys want to start a podcast. Not really any crazy equipment or anything to do, experience or anything. We just want to see how it, how it was. We love talking about the beautiful game. Um, but what we're going to do is basically, um, with all the experience we've gained over the, what, almost 30 episodes? A little over 30 episodes. Um, we're going to basically start a new um, try to get a more professional look to the podcast um, with all the experience we've gained, know how to go through and uh, start over again. So basically, we're going to be starting a new brand. I think, I think the best way to put it is uh, we're doing a total rebrand of Real Time Soccer Podcast. So Yeah, but we're not going to continue with, uh, with these episodes, basically. Yeah, the name will be different, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, name will be different, different logo. Um, hopefully a more professional setting, some, um, maybe some branded intros, some branded segments, you know, just get a, a better, more professional looking podcast. Um, oh, we, we know, but we know a lot about the branding segments yet. We ain't got, we haven't talked to any brands or whatever. So it's not, let's not put it out there yet. You know what I'm saying? You know, just relax. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. Relax on that note, but yeah, for the rest, I, I'm with you. Well, it's a, it's a rebrand. It's basically, uh, we said one week, I, I hope that it won't take two, but we say one week. I think, I think, I think a good week or two to go over and prep everything we want to have prepared. Um, so we can really start off with the new, uh, the new season starting off, um, start off fresh and only up from here, take things a little bit more seriously if we can, um, and hopefully provide better content for you guys and hopefully grow in the process. Agreed. So, although we, you could also argue that the season already started because Ligue 1 has already started, but I don't know. I don't know how you feel about Ligue 1 already. So, we don't. We don't care about Ligue 1 here. You know the rules. Yeah. Well, we. I do. You don't. But yeah, that's really it. Just uh, rebranding coming. Big things coming up. So, uh, watch out for. Yeah. We're basically starting a new podcast that's going to be like everything we've learned from this podcast and all the experience we have and all the things we've learned listening to other podcasts and kind of try to make our own thing properly. Uh, maybe get some better equipment, um, all that. Did we check if uh, Audacity now allows like the new computers to record? Is that a thing? I feel like it's been a long time. Uh, I feel like I'm, oh, I'm going to check that out. I'm also considering going transitioning to Adobe, but Adobe is kind of a pricey one, but I'll see. I'll see if I can. I'm also, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll stay on that. Audacity is good because it's obviously not the most expensive option. It's actually the cheapest, but it also has its limits. And uh, I don't know if we're reaching them, but we're not too far from them. So I will eventually have to transition to something else. But for now, uh, for now, I think Audacity is, I mean, have you ever edited with Audacity yourself or is it just me? No. Okay. So we'll, maybe, we'll, we might try something else. I mean, Adobe is, looks nice, but Adobe is also, uh, I mean, that's like the creme de la creme, you know. Is that a saying now anymore? The creme de la creme? It's still a saying. 
It's still a saying, yeah. I mean, do saying, I don't think saying dies, but shall we start this episode? Today's transfer episode. Got a lot of transfers. All the seasons, seasons are well. All the main seasons are done. Haven't started yet. They're starting uh, in I think a week, a week or two. I think the premise September 12, and then the week after the the Bundesliga, La Liga, and the Serie A starts over as well. Exactly. So it's kind of like a short period where you have like the off season where it's just transfers, um, but the transfer is gonna the transfer market is gonna be going um, well into the start of the season, and that's the exciting part for us. We want our teams to get stronger. We need our teams to make some signings to compete at the highest level. Um, being a Man United fan, transfer transfer season is always a little rough. Because we get linked with everybody, but we don't actually find anybody. <laughs> you guys, you guys had a dry season so far. Only one transfer. Oh, we're the team that everybody uses to leverage a better deal for themselves with another team. We're like, oh, Man United wants to pay us a hundred million, so you better give us more, or else uh, they're gonna sign them. Basically, all the agents use us as uh, leverage. But it is what it is. We're used to it at this point. Um. Okay, so let's talk signings. Let's go Arsenal signings first, because you guys made a couple already. Some rumors to some more. But uh, tell me how you feel. The big signing. The center back. The center back, Gabriel. Happy about this signing. Uh, I feel like we obviously need another center back. Now we have a lot. Now we have eight center backs. So we're probably going to have to unload a few, one or two, in my opinion. Uh, but I'm pretty... Putting things out. Uh, I'm guessing Socrates is, is wanted, and then we're probably gonna have to loan either Chambers is holding again. I, I kind of feel like it's gonna be Chambers, but didn't Chambers used to play like a fullback? Yeah, but he's not. He's not a good. I mean, he's not a natural fullback. Yeah, I mean, if mainly mainly Niles can play fullback, and he's not really then the most natural fullback as well. Like this, it's the same thing with Chambers. With Chambers, he, he's a center back. By nature, so uh, I mean, he could go job. He could do a good job there as a sub once in a while, but he's not like a permanent fullback, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Gabriel, uh, David Luis. It's either Gabriel, David Luis, or Gabriel and Saliba, or Saliba and David Luis. That's probably going to be our top three, in my opinion, in terms of uh, in terms of center backs. We'll probably put Mustafi at four for now. And I don't know what's going to happen with holding in Chambers. So that remains to be seen. I feel like Socrates is probably out. Uh, that re- I don't know where. Uh, I heard not, it seems like Napoli's on it. but um, I could see probably Serie A or Bundesliga again. Yeah. I mean, he's coming from Bundesliga. So he has a, obviously a good reputation there. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd say that for now, I'd give us a B, a B plus because... I think, that's a, I think that's a good solid squad signing. Um, but you need, you're not going to make a change with signing one uh, center back. You need to sign, I think, two more players at least. I believe we only need, we, I believe we'll get, we have to get at least one more midfielder. And I've, I've talked about it so many times before, but uh, Thomas Partey is still the guy for me that we need to get. Just to create, well, not necessarily a creative midfielder, but a guy that's tough, a tough on the tackle, but it also can also play. Uh, I believe that if we can get Thomas Partey, that will be, That'll just be perfect in terms of signings, and that'll be a complete, a completed like off season. It also, it all shows that the board has trust into Arteta, and also shows that Arteta uh, seems to be the guy to lead us back to the top four where we're destined to be. I mean, Arteta seems like you guys also like we're not going to really go in detail, but you guys won the Community Shield. I mean, I don't know. 
that's not I don't really consider that like a real trophy, but yeah, we did. That was a good uh, I didn't really Yeah, it went to penalties. Uh fair that's fair, fair enough. I I didn't really watch the game to be honest. I've only watched I only saw the highlights. I I heard I heard a I heard a couple good things about the game. I heard a, a few things were po- few positives, which is good. Uh however it is only the community shield and we can't really judge a whole team on one game, even though it is a game with the trophy. Yeah, no, of course. But um, I, it just seems like Arteta knows what he has a vision and he just needs the pieces to fit his vision. And hopefully the board support you guys because this is like the most, I would say this is like the the most promising kind of like era to Arsenal that has been in a while, in my opinion. I'd say that this is, there's a lot of encouraging signs. Yes, exactly. We have to build on the encouragement. No, well, those signs, like, fulfill themselves. Yeah, we have to build on those encouragement signs. And uh, really, time will tell if, the, if it ends up paying back for us. So I'm, I'm, very, I'm very, like, how should I say this? I'm very optimistic for the future. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for Partey, like, a, a lot. If we can get Partey. That would, be, that would be a crazy signing, in my opinion. And I think it's really possible because it doesn't seem... I don't see a lot of news of other teams being in for him for some reason. It kind of seems like it's literally only Arsenal and you just have to get the price right. At first it was Inter, but now it's only us, yeah. So hopefully you guys can get that done. Um, other one that I saw as well uh, for you guys, um, Bellerin. I know Barca seems to be interested. I saw Barca. PSG, Barca and PSG. I saw, I saw PSG giving give, give him an offer, and uh, honestly, if PSG somehow, I mean, we talked about PSG last week as because the, they need a they really need a right back. Uh, Bellerin could be the answer. Um, now, uh, is Arsenal willing to sell him? I'd say that if the right offer is there, you could probably consider it. You should probably consider it so you can have some funds. He is one of our better. He's one of our captains. He's one of your better players, though. But I do feel like he's also one that we can kind of get some value out of. So if he does leave, I won't be disappointed. I won't be mad. I feel like we already have. Uh, but if he leaves, then you have to replace him. Who's going to replace him? Uh, Cedric Suarez. Do you think he's a good enough replacement, or do you have to look something in the transfers? I think he's a, he could be. A, he was a starter before. I don't see why he wouldn't start for us now, especially since Bellerin would probably leave. I see. I could see him. Okay. Uh, other than that, in terms of our trend, like I said, if we lose Bellerin, if all Bellerin's on, is our only loss this transfer window, I'll be I'll be okay with that. Just because I feel like, first of all, yes, he. Yeah, I'm not hearing as many as many. Uh, I guess uh, any rumors regarding Aubameyang. Aubameyang seems like he's gonna sign a new contract. Um, but I'm not seeing rumors for Ozil. I'm not seeing rumors for Lacazette, which I was really expecting. Um, I think what's going to happen is if other teams lose their strikers, then the rumors will start because they'll have to, those teams will have to look for a different option. Maybe in the winter. Maybe. But I feel like this is the summer to get stuff done before the season starts. Agreed. Uh, do you want to talk about how do you rate Van de Beek for Man U 
Yeah, we gotta talk about that. This was this was it was officially announced by the club about an hour or two before. Uh, actually, it was this morning. I woke up to the news, and um, I'm honestly really happy with the signing. Um, he seems like a very genuine like um, kid that knows the expectations of the club, but knows he has to earn his place. But he was saying how he knows that coming to a club, he's starting from zero again, and he's gonna have to work his way up the ladder and earn his starting spot. Um, I think he's he was sought after from by Barca, by Real Madrid. So you can you know the talent is there. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I think he has a he has a great vision to his play, um, and he can score goals too when needed. That's not his role, but um, he can score goals. Can play six, eight, or ten. Exactly, just an all-around midfielder, and I think that's a really good piece to complement Bruno and Pogba in the middle. Um, it does make me worried a little bit. Not not worried, because I think at a big club like this, Man United, like you, you shouldn't be afraid to sign players that are going to compete with the people that are already there. Like you shouldn't not sign Sancho because you don't want Greenwood not to play. You know what I mean? You need competition. Competition makes everybody better. Um, and Van de Beek gives competition to Matic, gives competition to Fred. Um, there was rumors of Fred uh, linked to a move away now, maybe on loan. Um, but I think he said he doesn't want to move. Uh, why? Yeah. Why would you do that? He was one of your best players this season. I mean, where he, Pogba and Bruno are starting. There's one more midfielder there. Who's it going to be? Matic was a great compliment. I think it's going to end up being Van de Beek. Yeah, but let's also not forget that Pogba kind of can. Although Pogba is like one of you, I think Pogba is your best player. He's also no, for sure. But you also we also have McTominay. We have a lot of options in the middle. Yeah, but he's injury prone. Is what he's injury prone. That's my point. Like you need somebody else. Other than... For sure, but it, it's great to have Fred on the bench. I don't. I don't uh, disagree with that. I'm happy about that. But he's gonna want to play. I'm sure. He's not gonna get a lot of good playing time. I mean, we were starting Matic over Fred at the end of the at the end of this season. Oh, he'll start. He'll he'll start. He'll start some games. He'll definitely start some games next season. So we're gonna see. I'm just saying. Now we have a lot of competition in that midfield, which I think is good, um, and a lot of depth, so we can rest our players when we need to as well, and not have our our uh, main team take a big hit of quality when we're resting our starters. But that's a really good uh, signing, in my opinion. Now we are linked to a bunch of other players. Um, Upamecano rumors started recently, which honestly, I don't, I'm not, I've, I've been, I've been, no, I forget that, like pleasantly surprised because I went into it, you know, I was, we were talking about this last time where we said like, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Like he just signed a new contract, like he's not moving, but he said like, he recently like acknowledged the rumors and it was just like, like whatever happens, happens. Like I'm happy here. I signed a new contract. Um, but and I know a lot of clubs are after me, which is really nice. But and we'll see what happens, kind of thing. And now the room, like the the money um, factors coming out, where like I think it's like a release clause of like fifty something million, which honestly would be a bargain for him. Um, so I don't know. I feel like we got Van de Beek done really quick. Like the rumor started, and two days later it's done. Never happens with Manchester United. Every time we want to make a signing, we have to fucking hear about it for like a month or two before it actually gets done. Because we take so much time arguing about uh, a couple million dollars in price, so I don't know. It seems like uh, it seems like I think I if I could have said the odds before all the rumors started, the odds I would have said maybe we're at three percent. 
now I'm at like 15%, you know, like, I don't think it's going to happen, obviously, but I'm more, the rumors and the news and everything that I'm seeing makes it a little bit more likely, I think. 15 percent is not very confident but i'm just saying it's more than before all right well if you want to believe what you believe i'm quickly going over the other uh, rumors that we talked about um well the Manchester united linked with yeah well what it seems well hold on what it seems like i saw news that because chelsea is getting so much business done it's putting pressure on they were saying it's putting pressure on united to be like just go for it and get the signings done because we have to compete with them and we, we don't want to lose out, you know? Because we're still linked with Sancho. I mean, who knows if it's going to happen or not. He said he wants to, they, they want to pay for him a full price, $120 million or something. He wants to move. The club wants to move. Dortmund are willing to sell. They just want to get their price. And honestly, like, it, people are still saying, like, it looks bad, but, like, I'm still convinced. Everybody wants it to happen, so it should happen. I'm... I'm st- I still think we're getting Sancho. I still think it's going to happen. No comment on my part. I still think, I still think Sancho's happening. Just let me believe what I believe. If, if this happens, I'm going to tell you I told you so. I'm going to tell you I told you so. That's fine. It's not going to happen, but it's all good. The other rumor I saw was, uh, I mean, they're still linking us with Thiago because apparently Liverpool don't want to pay for him for some reason. Which, which is dumb. Yeah. I mean, 30 million too. Which is so dumb. 30 million... That's a given, especially in this market. I feel like he wanted to go to Liverpool. That's the thing. That's why I think he won't go to United. He won't come to United because I feel like he wanted the Liverpool move. Um, he didn't, he didn't, we didn't get reports that he wanted the United move, but um, maybe he's open to it. Um, we just signed Van de Beek. If we sign Thiago too, that would be exceptional for a midfield. Can you imagine a midfield of Thiago, Bruno, and Pogba? Could you imagine? That's too many people for one midfield. That's too many people for one midfield. That's world-class midfield right there. That may be the best midfield in the world. Yeah, fair enough. But you can't start Thiago, Pogba, and... Yes, you can. No. Well, can you really? Bruno will play, would play as a 10. Pogba would play as a 6, easy. And Thiago is the complement in between. I would say Thiago would be the 6, but... Thiago could be the 6, but Pogba could play a 6 easily. Yeah, it's true. Although I don't really see it happen. Once again, I'll let you believe what you want to believe. Yeah, no, that one I don't know. That, that one I don't think it's going to happen at all. But if if it were to happen, I would be really happy because that's a star signing. But yeah, we're linked with a lot of players. We need to get some more business done. Apparently, Romero's leaving to Aston Villa as well because we just signed uh, Dean Henderson to a, a contract extension, five more years. What's up with that? Is he starting or no? He's signed. No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's starting. But I think what's gonna happen is there's gonna be a competition there between him and De Gea. They're both going to compete because we just gave him like I think a hundred thousand a week contract wages and a five year contract. And Romero's on the way out, so it's, our two our two keepers are going to be Henderson and De Gea, and I think they're going to battle it battle it out. Um, so I don't I don't know who's going to be the starter. I think like right now De Gea probably has the edge because he's been here and like he has the job right now. But if Henderson beats him out to it, I won't be I won't be uh, upset. That's interesting because uh, Villa was also linked with uh, Martinez, Emiliano Martinez from Arsenal, which is our second keeper, who also looks like he's on the way. I think Romero would be great for them. I think he's a good fit. I I honestly feel like Martinez is better than Romero, so I wouldn't mind. I would I wouldn't be surprised if Villa goes for Martinez instead. 
But uh, you're Martinez. Uh, yeah, I think he's good. I think he's good enough to start. No, he's definitely. I think he's good. I think Romero was the best backup in the Premier League, to be honest. That's debatable, I think. Because the thing is, we haven't seen Martinez play because Lindo was never injured until the last time. And I do feel like Martinez, I think he's trying to be in Argentina's number one, which has been the Romero for so many for, for so many years. And uh, the thing is, he never had a chance because he wasn't playing. I mean, there's a reason why it was no Romero. Yeah, I also feel like Martinez didn't have a chance to actually show himself. So now that he has a chance, and it looks like he's going to go to Spain, which I think is a good destination for him. How old is he? 26. Okay, so he's younger. Romero's at the end of his career. He's like, uh, oh, maybe he'll, yeah, maybe he'll finally get that chance to surpass him. Yeah, so I feel like Martinez, if he gets, finds a good move to Spain as well, that would be interesting. Uh, I don't know if we'll find a second keeper. I feel like we'll probably have to figure that out. But uh, if Martinez does leave, uh, be, I'll be happy because I want, I kind of want him to have a chance to compete for the number one spot for Argentina. Yeah. Okay, so there's a couple of signings that are rumored and kind of very likely to happen um, throughout Europe. I'll give you a couple. You tell me how you feel about them. Rate them on a one to ten. Rate rate them. One being one being good or bad. Um, no, one being bad, ten being good. Uh, and tell me how likely you think it it is. All right. Ready. Well, some of the, okay. These ones are confirmed. If it's the ones that are confirmed, you tell me how you rate them, okay? Rakitic to Sevilla. That one's pretty much done deal, like the medicals happen and everything. Uh, it's a good – well, I think here – well, I mean, from a Sevilla perspective, you could say it's in, like, a 10 because they sold him for 80 mil and they bought him back for 1.5 for way less than that. But from a Barca perspective, I think you could, say it's, you could also say, like, you could call it a, a 4 because – they sold. They bought it for this month for like eighty mil, and then they sold him for like way less than that. Would you consider his time at Barca like a success or no? Yeah, then he got, didn't he get a Champions League with them? So I'd say it was a success. And he's got a couple uh, leagues as well, so I guess it was successful. Yeah, I think the first year. Yeah, that one was odd. This one was odd to me. Okay. Um, James Rodriguez to Everton. Man. This that that that's the Ancelotti effect, man. I mean, man's got pull. Man's got pull. Yeah, James of all play of all players of all places to go, he goes to Everton. But he's had a rough career. He blew up on the world stage at the World Cup. Signed signed to uh, from Monaco. Well, he was already doing well in Monaco, and then the World Cup like just cemented him as one of the best young talents in the world. Goes to Madrid and does nothing. Doesn't play, can't play, can't get on the pitch. He started in the beginning and he had some, like, it seemed just really inconsistent and then he just ended up being a bench warmer. The issue with Hamas is that team nowadays teams don't play the number 10 position like they used to. So for him to actually get on the position, he got to play number 10. But he would play a lot on the wing too. Yeah, but he's also, he, well, he played on the wing, but he doesn't defend. Like, even when he plays with Colombia, he plays on the left, but he doesn't defend back because. Colombia knows that for them to win, James has got to be 100% committed to the attack, meaning that he's literally not even trying to defend back or track back. So that's kind of he's, – although he's, like, very technical, he's obviously the, one of the best tents out there right now, he's also a liability. So that's probably what happened. That's why he's probably mostly on the bench. He's always coming in. He's coming in to bring in an impact. So 
he's not a starter. He's bring he's more of an impact player now, which I think is kind of harsh because I feel like if he was given a starting position as a team that plays around him, maybe he'd be better. But I mean, uh, it is what it is right now. That's why he's the position he is because of the player he is. It's not his fault. It's just how the game evolves. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think you think he's gonna do well at Everton. I think it's interesting. I don't know where he's gonna play though because Sigurdsson's already at the ten there. So. Uh, is Sigerson leaving? I mean, they need they need depth as well. Yeah, I mean, from I think they'll find room for him definitely. I I do feel too. I mean, numbers. I'd, I'd give it a seven just because I think it's interesting. It's also odd. I'd, I'd give it an eight for Everton. It feels out of place because he you feel like he he deserves to be on a better quality team, right? Like a Milan or something. Yeah, sure. Well, AC or Inter? Uh, probably AC. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because Everton just seems like that team that's always been on the cusp of like the top four, but like now they're more on the cusp of like the top seven. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, maybe he'll help them bounce back. I just don't know how committed he'll be going to be for that opportunity. Like it, it always used to be United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, and then Everton, and then then it was like you add Man City there, and then. You add Spurs there, and you add Wolves now, and like Everton are not better than any of these teams. Competition, bro. Competition. Yeah, they they lost their chance of being like a, being that Spurs that broke into that like top four. But yeah, I think they're making I think they're making good squad moves though. Um, so I'm interested to see how it all fits fits in, um, to the squad. And I think I trust Ancelotti to make it work, with the pieces he has. I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, I like it, but I want to see him play first. Yeah, for sure. But do you trust Ancelotti to get the best out of him or no? Yeah, I mean, Ancelotti, Ancelotti is like a reliable coach. I, I, I would trust Ancelotti. Okay. All right. Good to hear. Um, Koulibaly to City. That's that's a rumor. I feel like it depends on if Messi shows up or not. If Messi doesn't show up, yeah, sure. Because you'll have the funds. But if Messi does show up, like... People were saying they're gonna get Messi and Koulibaly after already paying for uh, Ferran Torres. Yeah, and and, and Nathan Ake. And Nathan Ake, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think Koulibaly's move depends on if Messi shows up or not. If Messi shows up, probably not. If Messi doesn't show up, which is very unlikely, uh, he probably will probably consider City. Okay, so let's go into like a little bit of the Messi talk because we talked about it a lot last time. And the only news we have had since is basically he wants out, but Barca is doing everything in their power to keep him or to at least get a big amount of money for him. Because his release clause is $700 million And did you see Barca apparently fired their lawyers because they were telling Messi how to get out of his contract? Basically, yeah. It was, it is, it's, it's a weird situation back in Barcelona right now. It's a really weird situation overall. Um, so I don't know how to really feel about it. Low-key, low if I'm Barca, though, like, cash in. Sell him. For sure, but the amount that he's worth... He's not, he's not worth $700 million. Nobody is. Let's be honest. Nobody is worth $700 million. No, but you're getting at least 200 City, I think City's offer was, was 250 That's well in the margin of what they should pay for him. Yeah, like, take it. Take it and rebuild the squad with that. Yeah, you can do a lot with that. <laughs> You could do so much with that. Like, I don't know why they're hesitating. It feels like, I mean, obviously it is Messi. So it, it's because Messi's, Messi's 
his roots go deep in Barca. Like that, he is Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, obviously you'll you'll have to like it's obviously a tough decision because you're talking about your best ever player in your history of your club. But at some point you have to think about the club over the player, right? I feel like if you're the right GM would probably take the offer, understand that the player doesn't want to the player doesn't want to like stay. Especially the especially the fact that he doesn't want to be there anymore. Especially that fact. That, at that point, just move on. Yeah, move on. Let him, let him, and then not just move on from him, but cash in on him. Use that money to build your squad because. Yeah, but I think that's the issue because they were scared that he was going to go for free. Yeah, and that's not, that should not happen. If you're Barca, you don't want him to go for free. The one, the main issue with Barcelona right now isn't Messi. The issue is everything around Messi is not working out. So use Messi to build up your squad and cash in. It seems like it's a logical choice to me. I don't know. I mean, there's obviously more clauses and everything that makes it more complicated. But I feel like if you, if you're gonna lose Messi, lose it, lose him to like, two hundred mil at least. Even though, let's be honest, I don't even know if he's worth two hundred mil right now. He definitely is. Is he though? Because he's thirty three. He's not. He's still the best player in the world. Yes, but for how long? You're paying because City wants to give him a, a three-year contract. I think at least the next two years. Yeah, I think so. He wants a three-year contract, and then um, they're saying that he'll have uh, a contract with New York City FC afterwards because obviously they're linked to City, which would be great for MLS. Just science on the side note. But do you think that Messi will be the best player in the world in the next three years? I don't think so. Who do you think is taking that spot? Somebody else, but not him. In the next three years, he'll be 36. If he's still playing like he is today, is he still the best player in the world? Was it okay? Let me ask you this: Was he the best? Was he the best player in the world this year? Yes. Over Lewandowski? In my opinion. I mean, Lewandowski's on a star-studded team where he can do it all. Like Messi, just talent-wise, what he was doing, he's he scored goals on his own still, uh, going through six to seven players. Who else is doing that? Who else is doing that? Who else can do that? The way he does it. Nobody else can. He's still the best player. He just doesn't have he just didn't have a team around him this year. You can't do it on your own. Nobody can do it on your own. Put Lewandowski on a put Lewandowski on like a Everton. Is he the best player in the world this year? No. You know? Barca this year have been abysmal. They've been really bad. Anyways, that's enough messy talk. Do you think it's gonna happen? On a scale of one to ten, how likely do you think it happens? Uh, I think it's a strong. I'm going to stick with seven for now. Seven? Yeah, I'm in the same way. Seven or eight. Um, that's be crazy, man. I do not want to see him go to City. It is what it is. Anywhere else? As we said this, his father just said, "My son will not stay." When asked uh, if he's staying or not. So yeah, I'm at ten right now. <laughs> yeah, strong ten. You just changed. Yeah, I mean, come on. He wants the move. Like it's gonna happen. It's just gonna happen for what price? I mean, the name. Uh, there's. I heard a theory about him and Neymar like trading places. Mm, nah. I could. I mean, from a PSG perspective, it could be interesting. Also, Barca gets Neymar back, so maybe. It's a night. It's an idea. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, a few other signings, uh, quick, quick to before we finish this episode. Um, Suarez to Juve that recently started, I think, today or last night. 
that's another that's another piece of the Barca project ending for the rebuild. Yeah, but I mean, he wouldn't start, so. I mean, I don't know. That's a big enough name that I don't think he would want to go there if he's going to be on the bench. So we'll see. Maybe they'll find room for him. But Suarez, Dybala, Ronaldo, front three. I can't see it happen. I'm out of five on that one. I'm out of five on that one. You're out of five on that one? Okay. I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at like maybe like a six, six and a half. Um, he going to inter inter uh, Miami. That's gonna be interesting. They 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 don't have a lot of good players, so them trying finally starting to bring in the the big name players to get David back in the squad he wanted. It's not that they don't have a lot of good players. The thing is, their players are too, are young. They bought a lot of young Argentinian prospects, and that's why they can't. Well, you're a new you're a new club, right? So you can only do so much. Yeah, you can't build. Well, you can build around it, but you can't like rely on them to like yeah you're not gonna start off as one of the best teams exactly so but getting away would be a major major boost especially because we know he still has the quality to score but um i'd say i want i want this move to happen to be honest so i'd say i want it, i probably i'll put myself at an eight i want it to happen as well um another uh move uh weston mckinney to juve that's the one that's in, that's the most interesting one to me because I don't know. I did not expect that to happen, first of all. You think he's going to play? I think he's going to play, yes. Because off the bench, of course. No, I, I well, depending, depends. I'm not saying he's going to be a starter, but I'm saying he's going to get minutes. He's going to get significant minutes. I believe that Pillow, I mean, Pillow said. That he well, he didn't say anything, but it, it is Pirlo's first signing. That means to, that didn't take it to me that he's been scouting here for a minute, for a while. Uh, it looked to me like he was going to the prem. There's a lot of Premier League clubs on him, and I felt like he was probably gonna fit there well. But you was interesting. The thing I was the thing about McKenney, what I what I like about him is first of all, obviously his versatility. He can pretty much play anywhere in the midfield, and also I think as a right wing back. But the 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 man is tough on the ball as well. Like he's aggressive. He's not he's not the most technical, but he's he's got the most heart in my opinion. I as good to have. I mean, that's a, okay. He's not the most technical. That's probably not the best thing to say, considering you're going to Juve. <laughs> but I do feel like he has a lot. He still has a lot to to learn. He's got he's got a lot of growing to do, and I feel like the Juve might be a good environment for him to learn. Let's not forget that he was also a starter for Schalke when they were in the Champions League. So he's got a lot of Champions League experience as well. Um, that's good. And that's always good to have, especially when you're going, going into a squad where literally every player has Champions League experience. So you, you, you want to fit in. So I do like the, the move a lot. Uh, I feel, I do hope that it becomes permanent. It just seems out of place, though. It seems out of place because nobody expected it to happen. But I like it a lot because I feel like he's going to do well there. Honestly, depending on what Pirlo, I mean, obviously Pirlo is uh, probably looking for like a different style of play than um, Sorry, and that's why he got a player like Miskin McKenny just to bring in, I guess, some more toughness in midfield. But I do think that uh, it's interesting, it's promising, and it's encouraging. Um, a few last ones to round it out. Uh, why not them to Barca? If it happens, good. If it doesn't, it is what it is. Maybe if I think if it happens, then I think. Liverpool is gonna pull the trigger on Thiago. Yeah, true. And also, it'll it also show the the Dutch connection with Ronald Koeman being there. 
Um, last one. What are your thoughts on uh, Coutinho? Because uh, he's back in Barca now. Bayern, uh, he won the Champions League with Bayern. I think it's a successful loan move for him. But do you think he's a building block for Barca, their new project? Or do you think he's going to be sold and used to rebuild? Well, Kuman said he's staying. Okay. Kuman said, I didn't know he said that, actually. Yeah, he said he's staying. So he's going to use him somewhere. That's why I mentioned the midfield three of like him, Vinaldum, and uh, De Young. I think that would make the most sense to me, considering the players that they have. I think he can have a lot of success at Barca. Like, he is a good player. I mean, especially especially if Messi leaves. Yeah, especially if Messi leaves. Um, that's going to be interesting. I, I hope for the best for Coutinho. I mean, he was a Liverpool player, but he's a quality player. Yeah, I uh, I wonder how where he's going to play. That's my probably my one question. I mean, they'll find him. He can play as a 10. He can play on the wing as well. He has, he has a crazy uh, cut-in curve shot. That's the known for. Yeah. It's, the, it's like the Robin. Not as deadly as Robin, yeah. Not as deadly as Robin, though, in my opinion. But deadly still. Well, Robin, you, Robin, you knew what he was going to do. You still couldn't stop it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Coleman said he was staying. So, I, uh, I'm, I'm wondering where he, how he's going to use him. I'm interested to, to see how that works out. Um, the other thing we'll say, keep an eye out on Leeds. We made a lot of signings. Um, I, yeah, I think they're going to be – they're trying to come in. They're trying to stay in the Premier League. They don't want to go down anymore. They're finally here. It's been a while. Yeah, the, they're finally here, here, here to stay. I mean, they got a lot of quality players already. Like Calvin Phillips, I think, got called up to England, which is surprising for a championship player, but I think he's earned it. Um, and yeah, I mentioned Rodrigo. They also got this German guy, this German player from uh, who just got into a German team, I think, recently. Uh, Robin Koch, who played for Freiburg. I saw him play a couple times uh, during the quarantine. During the during quarantine, he was pretty cool. He was pretty good. So, uh, good signing for them. And uh, yeah, uh, Leeds is looking to stay in the Prem. They're not trying to go out. Dang, you getting emotional right now? That this end of the last episode, real time soccer. <laughs> well, no. It's not emotional because it's to start something new afterwards. Yeah, to start something new. We appreciate every one of you that even listened for five seconds. Just listen to our voices. We thank you. Real, real quick, we haven't mentioned any Chelsea signings, so that's interesting, impressive on our, on our part. I mean, I feel like they've all been done. Like Ziek, Werner. Uh, Havertz basically has been a done deal for a while. They're just figuring out the price. Uh, Thiago Silva, the newest one, I guess, that we can talk about. Um, but they made moves. They made moves. I think they're going to be forced this year. Yeah, they're going to do Watch out for Chelsea, bro. I'm scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm scared. Yeah. I mean, we're, we need to be more worried about them than you guys have, too, because we're the ones that are going to be challenging them for the top four. <laughs> Yeah, so we okay. Well, on that note, on that note, we thank every one of you for listening, for being here with us, for supporting us, for helping us learn about the game of podcasting. Um, and we will be back with a new, better, more improved version of this. And we hope to see you there. This is not a goodbye, this is a see you later. This is a see you later. Give us, give us a couple weeks. Figure shit out, and we will be back with a new version of this, and hopefully a better version. And just to help you guys out, give you some entertainment, and just talk some football, man. 
love the game. Love the game. Any last words? Parting words? Uh, signing out to a bigger future. <laughs> signing out to bigger future. <laughs> we'll see you later. Peace. Peace.